This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Are you sick and tired of biased hockey talk? Then you have come to the right place. The Drop focuses on the St. Louis Blues, but we also delve into other news from around the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You were headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance Descott. Welcome back to The Drop Podcast. I am your host, Lance Descott. Welcome to episode number 270, where we recap the Blues-Islanders game. The Blues came into this game playing very, very good. Bennington's been hot for them. They're playing as a team. They're starting to put things together. And because of that, of course, everybody in St. Louis is getting excited. They're talking about the Blues making the playoffs, making a run. And although I'm excited, I'm a little bit more even killed with this because one thing people aren't looking at, they're not looking at it how many teams the Blues have to leapfrog to get into the playoffs. They have several teams ahead of them. A lot of people are just basing this on the fact that they're only a few points out of the last playoff spot. But you have to look at how many teams they have to leapfrog. It doesn't matter if you're three points out, four points out, five points out, six points out, eight points out, you get my drift. That's not the complete picture. The Blues are going to have to have a better record for the rest of the season than the several teams ahead of them. It's not that simple. It sounds simple, but it's not. Do I think they're playing like a team that could get into the playoffs right now? Of course they are. They're playing very well. They're cutting down on their mistakes. They're getting good goaltending. They're getting timely scoring, and they're playing for each other. They look like a different team. Going into this game against the Islanders, the previous night, the Blues had beat the Stanley Cup champs for the second time in around a week. And they were looking really, really good. Jake Allen was in goal for that game. And he was spot on for the whole game. He only allowed one goal. And that was to the eventual Hall of Famer, Alex Ovechkin. We all knew back-to-back games that the hot rookie Jordan Bennington would get the start. And he played very well in the first period. But Jordan Eberle, with some hard work in front of the net, puts this questionable goal past Jordan Bennington. And quick enough to provide a real good screen. This rolling puck winds up in the crease and a wide open net for Eberle! Bennington thought he had it. It was alone for Eberle and he puts it into the roof of the net. Now we'll see if there's going to be goaltender interference. Anders Lee was digging and trying to go through. Not sure if he gets pushed or not through the crease area. Another face-off win sort of peaks for the Islanders as they, they work hard. Anders Lee has the puck. Well, they've already called it a goal and away they go. We've all talked about this before. When is the NHL going to get this call right? I believe it was last season, if I'm not mistaken. Jake Allen against the Boston Bruins. Two players take him completely out of the crease to where he cannot make the play. Their Bruins score. They review it and say that Basically, Jake Allen was not put out of the crease and he was able to play the puck and that the Boston Bruins players did not hinder him from making the save. That is a bunch of bullcrap. Andersley pushes and pushes on Bennington's pad, pushes it out of the way. There comes Jordan Eberle up to get a goal. Classic goaltender interference. I've discussed this with Grant Fuhr and he doesn't see this getting any better anytime soon. And it's going to be quite a while before we get this fixed. It needs to be fixed quickly. That questionable goal was Jordan Eberle's 10th of the year. 
Anders Lee gets an assist. Eight minutes, 43 seconds in. Islanders are up one to nothing. The Blues outshot them 11 to five. But Robin Leonard played very, very good, just like he did the last time against the Blues. The second period, I thought the Blues dominated. They outshot the Islanders 18 to six. But Robin Leonard came up big several times to keep the Islanders in this game. Tarasenko, double teamed by Komarov and Pelik. Puck came from Shen to Pareko and across for Dunn. That shot skipped off the ice. Leonard makes two saves on Schwartz. Jaden Schwartz picks it up, draws a penalty. Scott Mayfield's stick got in the midsection of Schwartz, but here's Tarasenko. And the block from Valtteri Filpula draws the whistle. And from the penalty kill to the power play, go the Blues. And, and that's that's the part that's disappointing. You have an opportunity to, to expand your lead to 2-0, and then the St. Louis Blues take a little momentum from that PK of theirs. Quick shot on, on net, really, and Leonard makes the first one. Then he gets back in position. I mean, playing with so much confidence. Komarov had the rebound, but he was tied up by Shen. A good job by Shen to be strong on his stick. Braden Shen down to the goal line. Twisting in front is Maroon, and it's save made by Leonard. Rebound still loose. Done with a drive. Never made it on net. So the Blues did everything they could in that second period to get one past Leonard, but they just weren't able to. Going into the third period, you're thinking to yourself, They've got a great second period. Let's just continue it. Let's put some pressure on Leonard and let's get a goal or maybe even a couple goals. They wouldn't get a couple goals in this period, but they would get the game tying goal from none other than the hot hand David Perron. That is strong coverage right there by both Bollmeister and then there's an exchange and then it's Pareko. Now in deep. Here's a pass in front to Perron. A shot. He scores! He's done it again! David Perron set up by O'Reilly. And the Blues have tied the game. What a quick pass that is right there. Tape to tape. And before Robin Leonard can bat an eye looking over to his left, it's through him. Just an outstanding play, and there is no time to dust that off. Maybe the only sequence that you're going to be able to beat the big fella in goal. You could hear that. Just the clapping of the puck on the stick. And just clip, clip, and in the net. Jay Bowmeister, as I mentioned, Bowmeister and Pareko did a great job one-on-one. -on -one. Just layered in by Bowmeister. He'll get an assist on the play. O'Reilly beats his man, and so does David Prawn beating his man and whoops it through 1-1 game. Bowmeister and Pareko were key on that goal, and Bowmeister did get an assist, but I'm going to tell you, that was an awesome pass from Ryan O'Reilly. Right on the tape of the stick, nothing Leonard can do. David Prawn in that position. Is probably going to score nine out of ten times. That goal for Perron would be a 17th of the year. O'Reilly gets his 29th assist. Bo Meester gets his eighth assist. The Blues wouldn't be able to muster any more offense in the third period, but I thought the Islanders had a couple good opportunities, including this one against Jordan Bennington. But Bennington comes up huge late in the third period to take this game into OT. To Bailey. Bailey gets it back. The first time the Islanders get it down low, it's a great passing play. And Bavillier to Clutterbuck, back to Bavillier. Left pad save. It was very similar to the goal that went against him, but he dragged that left pad. He didn't get it pushed in, and he was able to keep the second attempt out of the net. Wow, what a save by Bennington. Keeps it tied at one. Going into OT, you know it's a crapshoot when it comes to overtime. You don't know which team is going to get an opportunity. When it's three on three, anything can happen, and something bad happened for the Blues. They weren't able to make the change that they wanted to. 
players started to get tired. And when they were able to make the change, it left things open, and the Islanders got a goal to win this one in OT 2-1. Takes it out. No shot was there. Ryan Pollock on the move as Beauvillier leaves it back to Barzell. No hurry there. Islanders will keep control of the puck. Dunn able to sneak off as Filpula back in. Valtteri Filpula. He scores! Islanders win and the goal from Filpula. They kept the St. Louis Blues on the ice for a long time. They tried to make a change each time the Islanders pulled it outside the blue line and they finally caught him in the middle of a change. Filpula coming on the ice for Anthony Beauvillier and it's just a just a tremendous chance. O'Reilly's going to try and get off finally and a beautiful shot far side and the goaltender may be upset with himself. Pretty good shot as Barzell's waiting waiting sends the perfect pass up to Filpula takes a little look it's a two on one. And that's just a good shot right over the pad, it looked like, of the goaltender, Billington. Petrangelo replaces him, but he cannot catch up to Philpola, and he gets his 10th goal of the year and the win for the Islanders. Barzal gets his 30th assist. Bouvier gets his 6th assist. 1 minute 37 seconds into OT. The Islanders get the 2 points, and the Blues get the hard-fought 1. Going into the stats, the Blues outshot the Islanders 31-25. to they beat them in the face-off circle, 64% to 36%. Both teams were 0 for 3 on the power play. Hits were pretty even, 18 for the Blues, 17 for the Islanders. The Islanders outblocked the Blues, 17 to 10. Let's head to the post-game interviews. We're going to hear from David Perron, Alex Petrangelo, Jordan Bennington, and then, of course, Coach Craig Berube. After the start they had, they had I mean, we know like those guys that like starting their their Cizikas line, and they're they're really good. They do a good job to generate momentum for their team. And I thought after that we we played our game and we took over a little bit. <clears throat> Again, uh, we outshot another team, and it's been a trend for us uh, recently for for a long time. It seemed like for three three weeks at least. So it's good signs, and it's a big point for us. Uh, it's uh, it's tough. Like in overtime, there's there's gonna be openings. If you lose control of the puck. Uh, kind of like we did. It's tough to get it back. They got some strong guys over there. Yeah, it looked like they, they yeah. caught you right at the yeah. good time of the, of the change for them. I mean, you know, so. Yeah, I mean, we, we win the draw, and then obviously, like, it's unfortunate. Like, the guy got a stick on, on that pass, on the drop pass. That we, I guess they had a breakout going that they were going to try to do. And once you lose possession uh, and you, and you they, they, they were in our zone for a good 45 seconds to a minute. I mean, our guys get tired. They got to change off of it. We were, I think we just changed one guy. Um, I think Vladdy came and Schwartzy went on the ice. So, I mean, it's it's hard. And then after a minute and a half, like Donu comes to the bench because he's, he's just got nothing in the tank anymore. And they're just kind of skating circles around our guys. But again, it's a, it's a big point. What's the feeling in in the room? You you can still take yeah, some positive. It's time. tough. Like our, I think the the mentality right now is uh, you go to Boston, you, you you get two points, and it's going to be a great trip. So that's that's got to be our mentality. And again, it's a big point, but that's that's got to be our mentality. Is our our best game should be our last game coming up here. The ones I think uh, earlier in the year that we weren't getting points and we were either losing by a couple or we had the lead and we were losing them, but uh, we fought back. It was uh, it's a tight game. Um, Tough ice. There wasn't a whole lot of playmaking on either side. It was tough for both sides to make plays. But those are the ones that, you know, we just got to get points right now, and that's what we did. Tough ice because of what the teams were doing? Uh, oh, or we were just bouncing. It wasn't a very pretty game to watch, I can tell you that. Didn't feel like it was pretty to play, but uh, 
you know, being a road team there, back to back, it's a good point. It's a good way. It's not easy to climb back after you played the night before, but uh, we got a good, uh, good atmosphere in the room right now. We're finding ways to get those points. Yeah, you had the, uh, I guess it was your second power play of the night. Second period, you had like seven shots. I yeah. think you had a shot or two on there. Well, I think uh, it's up to the PP. Try and change the momentum. Sometimes I thought we did that. I think uh, after that, it seems like we kind of took over the game there in the second half of the game, leading into the third. So. I mean, not scoring the power play, but we talked about it a lot. We got to generate those chances and try and change the momentum. When things aren't going right, sometimes it's not going to be pretty. But we got to find a way to get pucks to the net. I thought we did that in the second half of the game, and uh, I think it was a tough play. And um, you know, we were both battling for it, and I got to be stronger, I guess. Uh, that's the um, choice the league uh, chose. So you know, I guess I got to be stronger there. there. There was some contact though, wasn't it? Wouldn't you say? Yeah, I didn't really get to a good chance to rewatch it, but um, I felt something. I thought it maybe had an a chance to be uh, goal interference, but it wasn't. And uh, onwards with the game, and um, we kept it uh, low scoring, and we we really turned it around. And the boys battled uh, really hard, and I'm happy we got a point. But uh, it would have been nice to get the other. You wanted two points, but uh, you will take one, right? Yeah, uh, I thought we played a heck of a game. Deserve better. But that's the way it goes. They're a good team, and you know they do a good job defending, and uh, they're hard around their net. And we couldn't get, just couldn't buy another one. You know. Uh, anything you could have done differently with a change you had in, in the OT? You had you had some guys well, out there for tough. quite a while. Yeah, well, they're trying to. You know, it's tough. They they had the puck the whole time, and get some guys caught out there. It's hard. You know, so probably you know. In hindsight, maybe Dunner should hold and not come off. But, you know, it's tough. He's been out there a long time. How much has Jordan kind of helped stabilize the goalie situation as a whole? Well, I said it all along. You need two goalies. And uh, he's come in there and done that. So that's that's what he's done. Anything you could have done differently or better other than, you know, score one more goal? Was any part of your game that uh, you didn't necessarily like? You know, I guess the start of the game, the first five minutes, we were kind of on our heels a little bit. But we, we expected that them to come and, uh, you know, come hard at, at home. But uh, once we got our legs under us, we were fine. Um, I don't know. We played a played a pretty good game. Thought that everybody was involved and contributed, and uh, you know, we played our game tonight. That's our game. And uh, you know, sometimes you just don't win. You know, sometimes you just don't score enough, or you know. And that's, that was the case tonight. Um, you know, their goalie played a heck of a game, as did ours, but we didn't get the we didn't get that second goal. Did you do you have a good look or a replay of the Sanford play? Uh, no, not yet. No, I'll, I'll look at it though. Did he have to go through like protocol uh, at the quiet uh, room? Yeah, just because you know when you're down like that, you got to go through that. So, yeah. How about uh, Sanford? Is he, is he okay? Is he left the ice. Uh, third we'll period. see tomorrow. But I mean. I just saw him not long ago and he seemed fine, but you know, we gotta wait till tomorrow and see how he is. Something has changed with this team. As you heard Petrangelo say, they've got a good attitude in the locker room now. And then David Perron. What I love from him is the fact that he's not boasting about getting out of there with a point. Yeah, he says it's good, but the ultimate goal should be two points. In the past, including last year, in the first part of this year, if the Blues got a point, they acted like they'd been on a 10-game winning streak. And they would keep saying, well, you know, we didn't get the win, but we battled back, and at least we got a point. Now they're saying we battled back, we got a point, but that's not our ultimate goal. 
something has definitely changed. Something has clicked. And that's great to see. This team had to have something click. Whether it was coaches making changes, whether it was players making changes, putting it upon themselves to carry this team as individuals, they're doing it right right now. And I know they've lost a couple games, but overall in the last eight to 10 games, they have played much, much better. And they have to continue to do this. As I stated earlier, everybody's excited about this team, and I'm excited. But I'm trying to be even kill here because the Blues have 37 games left. They have 45 points. They have to get about 50 to 52 points to really solidify their chance of getting a playoff spot. Because with 50 points, it gives them 95 points at the end of the year. 52 points will give them 97, which is going to solidify it even more. Could some teams stumble in front of them and the Blues get in with 93, 94 points? That's a slight chance, but I really don't see that happening. So with 37 games left, the Blues have to go around 25 and 12 or 26 and 11 to get into the playoffs. It's going to be difficult. However, if they continue to play like this, it could happen. The chances of it are slim. Don't get me wrong. But if they continue to play as a team, continue to take responsibility for losses as a team, this team could make it very difficult on some other teams heading towards the last stretch of this season. They have Boston coming up. It's always a tough game against the Boston Bruins, whether they're bad, whether they're good. It should be a very fun game to see. I would imagine we'll probably see Tuka Rask get the start. I want to thank everybody for joining me for this episode of The Drop. Until next time, stay healthy, stay happy, stay positive, and let's go Blues. Thank you for joining us for this episode of The Drop Podcast. To get more of The Drop, check out our website at droppodcast.com. You can also find us on Google Play, iTunes, and the iHeartRadio app. You can follow us on Instagram at the.drop.podcast or on Twitter at Drop Hockey Show. You can email the Drop Podcast or host Lance DeScott at lanced at droppodcast.com. To find out more about Lineup Media, go to lineupmedia.fm. Until next time, let's go Blues! This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.